EO Fire 1178. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, text Podcast Course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite. If your deal is getting the best deal, visit taxact.com slash fire. At taxact.com, you can file simple federal and state returns free. Taxact.com slash fire. You got this. Wish you had started building your email list months ago? There's no better time to start than right now. Become a marketer today. Visit constantcontact.com slash fire to download your free guide. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Nikki Elledge Brown. Nikki, are you prepared to ignite? Indeed, I am. Nikki's known online as the communication stylist and creator of A Course About Copy. She's a proud military spouse, mom, former park ranger, and college professor who built a multi-six-figure business in under 18 months by helping entrepreneurs communicate with clarity and confidence. Nikki, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. All right. Well, just like you said, I am a mom, a military spouse. Can, currently, as the time we're recording this, I'm 36 and a half weeks pregnant with Whoa. our second little boy. So I'm super excited and thankful about that. It's definitely going to be shaping the goals that I have for 2016 <laughs> and kind of the outlook that I have because things are about to get a little crazy around here. My four-year-old's pretty well established. Like he's going off to college in the fall, basically. So things are about to to change, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good though. So, but yeah, in terms of my business and what I love to help people with, the heart of it all, whether I'm talking about communication and copy or public speaking and video and helping people, my main thing that I'm passionate about is just encouraging people that they do have something worth sharing and that they are capable of being their own best spokesperson, basically. And Fire Nation, if you're not on Nikki's newsletter list, I highly suggest you getting your little booty patootie over there because <laughs> not only is it gorgeous, I mean, it's beautiful. It's just that, that perfect color teal, whatever you would call it, but it's just <laughs> yeah. so well written. And it's just, it's something you want to be studying as entrepreneurs, Fire Nation, of, of how to communicate. Now, Nikki, you were on episode 1064 of EO Fire. So a little over 100 episodes ago, you graced us with your presence. And you're back now as part of this kind of special 33-day campaign we're doing for the Freedom Journal to bring past guests that are just having outstanding success on EO Fire, again, to talk about how they set and accomplish goals. So let's just kind of kick this off with you sharing with Fire Nation, like why are goals important to you? I'm pretty sure I first heard the idea from Michael Hyatt when he says something like, we're never happier than when we make significant progress towards a goal that means something Mm. to us. And I totally agree because if I don't have a dream, a vision, and slap a deadline on it to make it feel real, then I just feel like I'm floating through life aimlessly. You know, there's something to be mindful and be present in every moment, but like you do need to have something that you're working towards to be able to feel that satisfaction. And so to me, goals make life more exciting just by adding some focus and encouraging you to take ownership of where you are and to actually think about and dream about where you want to be. 
Yeah, and I haven't actually mentioned this on the last number of episodes during this Freedom Journal campaign, and I'm surprised because it's so fitting, but like with what you just said, Nikki, it just brought it to the front of my mind, and that's the great quote by Earl Nightingale, that both success and happiness is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. Like it's mm-hmm. not getting to the finish line of some goal, you, you know, it's actually the gradual realization of it. Having that goal out there and then gradually accomplishing that goal, you know, in the course of the Freedom Journal over those 100 days and then making sure that it is actually a worthy ideal, not just any ideal, but a worthy right. ideal. So love that you brought that up. Michael Hyatt is actually one of the 33 as well. Oh, so cool. he'll appreciate <laughs> you quoting him on that, no doubt. But what I kind of wanted to do shift to is smart goals, because we can all just kind of throw a goal out there and say, yeah, like I want to lose weight. Like, you know, that's my favorite random goal that I'm using this is 33 days. Like, I just want to lose weight. Like that's never going to work for obvious reasons, because smart goals are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. Now, all of those are important, Nikki. I know you're a great cook. You understand you need all of the ingredients to make an amazing- I'm a word recipe person. <laughs> My husband would, will laugh out loud when he hears that. That's great. I was actually just going on a complete guess. I have no idea. So that was great. But so obviously we all know that all of those are important, all five of those. But what one do you want to share with Fire Nation you think is important that you want to kind of highlight for any number of reasons. I'm going with time bound cool. because someday ain't a day of the week. And my, <laughs> you know, everybody loves Walt Disney and Walt Disney said, and I'm sure lots of other people say it because it's kind of just a Captain Obvious statement. Everybody needs deadlines and it's true. And I am a world-class procrastinator if I do say so myself. And I just said so myself, <laughs> but especially in this last trimester of my pregnancy, I've had certain things that have been lingering on my list for weeks if not months, but now that I have the time-bound due date of an actual human being, it's funny. Oh, (laughs) looky there. I have an interview with John. Let me make sure that I'm prepared for it. Okay. The morning of, let's do this, you know? (laughs) So you have to have a deadline to get things done. Otherwise you will just keep pushing it back, pushing it, pushing and pushing and pushing, and then it doesn't get done. And then what happens? You know, then you feel disappointed and and you didn't get to where you wanted to go and life is short, you know? Someday, Ain't a day of the week, Fire Nation. Truer (laughs) words never been spoken. And what brings to the front of my mind when you're talking about that, Nikki, is Parkinson's law. You know, tasks will absolutely expand to the time that you, and that's you, Fire Nation, will allot them. So Nikki knew that she had had a talk with me today at 11 a.m., you know, that specific time. Who who knows what time it is in Hawaii, but, (laughs) you know, she had a talk with me. So she knew that she had to get prepped for that call by that specific time. So guess what she did? Just like she knows she's going to be giving birth on a specific date, you know, give or take a few days. So she has (laughs) to get certain things done before then. So guess what she will? And so Parkinson's law is real. Time bound is great. You're actually the first person thus far, Nikki, to choose time bound. So thanks for mixing it up. Let Parkinson be my middle name. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of your middle name, you have quite the journey. You know, I love how proud you are of being a military spouse. You know, me having served as an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years. You know, that means a lot to me when um, the family steps up and just takes a lot of pride in that. So again, thank you you for your service as a military spouse and to your husband for his service, of course, to this country and really to this world. Um, but let's kind of shift now to a Nikki story, to a story of a time that you set and accomplished a goal at some point. And let's just get specific with this and take it away. Okay. 
So I was thinking about this a lot, obviously, from the time that you invited me to do this. Thank you very much, by the way. It means a lot to be invited back. Um, And I know I'll be in great company, and I'm excited to listen to the rest of the series. But the one I could think of that really was probably the smartest goal that I've set and just gone after with Reckless Abandon so far was hitting six figures of revenue, so over $100,000 in revenue in my first year of business. Because obviously that's specific, you know, that's a number. It's measurable because it's a number. Was it attainable? Well, it freaked me out for sure because, you know, months before when I started my business, and I think I I shared this in our first episode, I had been making paychecks of the heart, you know, like $14 an hour. If you averaged out my um, faculty paychecks, it was probably more like $10 an hour for the courses I was facilitating online. So, yeah, that seemed like a lot. But then I thought about my business record and how I made 21000 in my first six weeks because I just finally put myself out there. And I knew it was possible. So it was attainable. It scared the pants off of me, but I knew it was attainable. It was relevant because I didn't know why. It wasn't, it wasn't really even about the money because I didn't even pay myself because I didn't have my accounting stuff figured out until like after the first year was over. So it wasn't like, I need this money right now. You know, it's kind of just the... <laughs> the frosting on the cake or the sprinkles on top. But I felt like it was supposed to be part of my story. And now I know why, because I have this dream and this vision in 2016. I don't know what it's going to turn into, but something called your first year. And just to help people, especially moms who want to be able to work from home. And if you're going to ignore your kids, you want to be able to do it while you're just five feet away as opposed to (laughs) five, 50 miles away at, at a whole commute, you know, down the road. Um, and so part of that is my vision and I'm like, well, Hey, that's going to be great on a book jacket, you know, like it does give me credibility. So now I see why it was a relevant goal and it was absolutely time bound because I knew that the end of my first year, you know, was going to be March, 2014. So basically I had made, when I set this goal, it was two years ago. It was December, 2013. I had about 56,000 in revenue so far for my first eight months, which came a hundred percent from, working one-on-one with people. Hustle, straight hustle. Yeah, one-on-one. So I started off like $199 an hour. And then at that point, by the end of the year, when I closed out the one-on-ones, I was doing like $499 an hour. And so then I had to shut it down because I knew I needed to scale. As Mm. my buddy David Simon Garland says, punch dollars for hours in the face. (laughs) So (laughs) I needed to create my course. And I knew I couldn't do that and continue the one-on-ones. So that was how I set you know, set the goal. I'm like, okay, I'm going to actually just do this. I'm going to create it. My buddy Amber McHugh has this planathon that she runs every November and it's still up. It's free and the videos are great and inspiring. And you can still see where I wrote down what she calls the big kahuna goals. And I wrote it down like on this paper that my son had scribbled on, like, okay, hitting six figures in my first year means, oh, no big deal. Just need to make $45,000 in the first three months of the year. Chomp change, you know, <laughs> whatever. I had never made that much before, but I knew if I actually put this course together and it was a thousand dollar course that I had a shot at it at least. So I went for it. Wow. Fire Nation. She just walked us through all of the smart letters and and, in very sequential order. I mean, this is the power of setting smart goals. And I love the idea, Nikki, of your first year. I mean, way to put it out there on EO Fire, just way to put it out there (laughs) in the universe. And this is something that I love talking to Fire Nation about is you have to put things out there in the universe. Like you have to say things and, and things just start to come together. I mean, the actual first episode 
of this series is with a, a past guest that I had, Nikki, um, Richie Norton, where, you know, I had just been talking about the Freedom Journal, but then his company, Products, was like the perfect fit that was going to take the Freedom Journal and make it a reality. And, and I said, I've been putting this out there forever. And like, now you've come to me, like you've been drawn in. So like, what is that thing, Fire Nation, that you want to put out into the world? Like your first year is for Nikki and, you know, like that $100,000 goal that she had and and being very specific about that. So let's kind of continue this story, Nikki, because, you know, you accomplished that goal. So take us to the launching of the course, the sales starting to roll in. Take us on that journey with you and and how it felt and, and what did you do next? Yeah, it was crazy. So I, I, like I said, I mentioned Amber's planathon. And so she talks about 90 day goals. And I also love Todd Herman and his 90 day year. And just the idea of, and like you're doing with the Freedom Journal with 100 days, like instead of just getting overwhelmed by the big vision of where are you going to be three to five years from now? Like mm-hmm. it's good to kind of have a general idea, but what are you going to do now? And so I had a 90 day plan, but at this point, again, husband military, he had been on the other side of the country for most of the year. And we were going to be home for the holidays. And so stuff just kept getting pushed back. So I had a 90-day plan that I had worked on. But in reality, again, Nikki Parkinson, Elledge Brown, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) let me just wait till I do it. So I told people I was going to do it. In December, I was like, look, I'm going to launch this course. Public accountability is my frenemy. And I told my people who I had a list of probably about 1,200 people at the time. Now it's almost 20,000, two years later, but I had 1,200 people. I was like, look, y'all, I'm going to launch this course. This is going to be the date. And then just little by little, I had to like put my money where my mouth was and actually get to work. So the first thing I did, um, I had it all outlined because it was based on all the work I had done with my one-on-one clients, plus just my background in communication studies. So I had it outlined but I didn't actually create the course until after I had launched it. So I was creating the launch videos. I have a free video series that's still available today. I recorded some of it while we were (laughs) at the Navy Lodge in Groton, Connecticut, (laughs) Connecticut, visiting my husband. And I had my MacBook on my um, suitcase, like in this bathroom slash closet where I was literally just recording the video, the voiceover part in there. And I documented it all because I'm a digital memory hoarder. And so I just kept taking little steps. And one day I actually was like, you know, I just, again, I need accountability. And I also need to know that somebody wants this for sure. So one day I just put in the email. I put like a PS link with a PayPal link to say, the course isn't created yet. I don't even have the syllabus kind of written. But if anybody wants to buy it, I just have a feeling someone does. And the first five people of the founding class signed up. And most of them were people I had worked with one-on-one. And that was such an amazing feeling because I was like, I love you guys, you know, and I'll (laughs) never forget it. I sent them like individual little emails that were like a certificate of woohoo. Thank you so much. (laughs) You know, you never forget your founding members. And so then at the end of January is when I started the videos. I was total again, crazy. I was literally recording the videos as I was, sending them out the next day, but I had given dates and I was like, I'm just going to do this thing. And then when I launched the course and opened the cart, I had one sale that day. (laughs) One sale. Again, we were in Connecticut at the time when I opened the cart, it was all snowy outside. So we were having fun and I couldn't be too disappointed, but I was like, okay, this isn't going to get us to $45,000. This is not, this is not how it's going to go. But I decided to focus on gratitude for the people who were in there. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, don't start a Facebook group till you have so many members because it's 
social proof. I'm like, who cares? I think it's cool. People love to be the founding members and to be in on the ground floor because they get more access to you. They get to shape the future of the program. Like, I'm all about it. So I just started to love on. I was like writing notes in the snow. Welcome to A Course Without Copy. You know, just focusing on the people who were there. And then little by little, we kept getting more and more and more. And I kid you not, it was like right on the button as I was removing the cart link. So I closed it on Valentine's Day. And then um, that Sunday, again, first launch, I'm like confused. Wait, how do I actually close the cart? (laughs) What do people do? And so I was like unlinking the order form from the sales page. When I got an email from Lauren Bradley in Australia, she was like, oh, no, it's Monday. Am I too late? You know, whatever. And she was literally number 50. And that had been kind of my goal in my mind was to have 50 founding members. Um, And then I, again, somehow we had 51 that snuck in the next day. But I was like, that's totally fine. I'm like, class, she has a tardy pass. This is okay. Please welcome our newest (laughs) member. And we kicked off with 51 members. And I think that put me at about $115,000 to ride into the sunset of my first year of business. And it was insane and crazy. But the coolest thing was what those numbers represent, which were people who had put their faith in me and put their hard-earned money in my bucket, you know, to deliver some value for them. And we just had a great time going through it, you know. And I was like, oh, great, 50 people. I guess I should record lesson one because I told them it would come out on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what I did. And I cranked out like two lessons a week. And then you asked, what did you do next? I hibernated. Yeah. I just shut down for a few months because I was super triggered by triggering other people. Some people hate people talking about money at all, unless you're publishing a full-on income report, like someone I know (laughs) who does that, which is great. And even then, some people find it tacky. You just can't please everybody. You, never. So it was hard for me to accept that. Like I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to share. I wanted to win. But I I was just really triggered by triggering other people. And I think it just kind of put me into a little hibernation. So it was like really exciting at the time that night when the cart was closing, I was in Texas. My sister was staying with me in Texas and she was asleep. Like everybody was asleep. So I did a cartwheel in the living room. <laughs> dark. Like I feel like I should celebrate. This is a big deal. This is, this just happened. And I had um, my, my Pandora station was playing this, this song that I love called oceans by Hillsong United. It was just this spiritual moment. Cause I'm like, wow, This is really cool. You know, a business that sparked just because I had the idea to focus on the word faith and then everything else that that has led to since. And again, especially thinking two and a half years later, like it blows my mind, everything that's happened since then. So Fire Nation, that is how you tell a story. I mean, I can picture right now Nikki just fading away into the sunset, doing cartwheels in the dark, (laughs) you know, all of these things. Just so real, so alliterative. That's just, that's the way you tell a story. And Nikki... Just take a couple of minutes here. Break down for us. Actually, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Okay. What's the one thing that you are most fired up about right now? Building a nap time empire in 2016. <laughs> nap time, baby. I'll let you expound a little bit on that. Because I'm going to have a little one who finally is taking naps again. But like I said, things are going to be crazy. And my heart is to help other moms and dads who want to be able to be there while their little ones are napping, you know, and you can build an empire in between. And I just want to prove that it's possible. So I'm going to be our guinea pig and case study. And I really just want to scale my business while we have another little one and and then leave the breadcrumbs and show people how to do it too. So your first year in naptime empires, that's what I'm excited about for 2016. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, we have some breadcrumbs to success coming up in the Freedom Round. But first, we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
Email marketing is effective. This isn't the first time you've heard me say that. In fact, research says that 60% of consumers have made a purchase as a result of an email marketing message. So why are you using email marketing for your small business or nonprofit? Oh, I see. It's because you're not sure where to start. Constant Contact has you covered. Constant Contact has beautifully designed templates that can be easily customized to match your brands, along with easy-to-use drag-and-drop editing and automation features that will help you send the best emails at the best times. Most importantly, Constant Contact helps you stay top of mind with your customers. The Inbox is the one and only direct connection that we have to our audience that we own. Stop building your business on someone else's property. Learn how to build long-lasting relationships with customers using email marketing and social media. Visit constantcontact.com slash fire to download your free guide. Be a marketer. All it takes is email marketing from Constant Contact. Filing taxes can be a huge job, and it's something we definitely want to pay close attention to because it can mean the difference between a big return or no return at all. Words you're not going to maximize your taxes this year. With Tax Act, you can rest assured that you're getting the best deal in tax. For starters, Tax Act has a few guarantees and pledges they make to all their customers, like their maximum refund pledge, their price lock guarantee, and their 100% accuracy guarantee. Tax Act will even walk you through maximizing over 300 tax credits and deductions in order to get your best tax outcome, save money, and get your maximum refunds guaranteed. Tax Act makes preparing and filing your taxes quick, easy, and affordable. So why wait? You can start anywhere and finish anytime on your computer, tablet, or smartphone. Don't pay more for the same forms, features, and functionality. If your deal is getting the best deal, visit taxact.com slash fire and get simple federal and state returns free. taxact.com slash fire. You got this. Nikki, are you prepared for the freedom rounds? Let's do it. (laughs) Why do you feel most entrepreneurs fail to set smart goals? It's scary. I mean, it stinks when you don't meet a goal and you have everything set on this has to be the number or else I've failed. If that's the approach you're taking, then of course it sucks because it stings. If you don't, it's really hard to bounce back if you feel like you've let yourself down and that letting go piece is tough. So that's why personally for me sometimes that I'm like, oh, I don't really want to say that out loud because if I don't hit it, I don't want to be disappointed. So there's a dance, you know. What is one action that you, Nikki, take daily that brings you closer to your current goals? Keeping in touch with biz buddies and teammates that I trust, because I'm about to step back a bit as we do have this new little guy any day now, but just knowing that they're still on board, carrying the load and helping me carry the vision, it just helps me keep hope that it's all possible. You know, How important is accountability for you when setting goals? It's very important, but I do have a love-hate relationship with it because I think (laughs) accountability can also stink and and take the fun out of any project because if you decide that it's something you don't actually want to do, but you just keep doing it out of peer pressure just because you said you would, then again, like, whoa, you're wasting your life right now just because you told someone you were going to do something and now you really did change your mind. Like, you do have permission to change your mind. So there has to be a balance. And so I would just choose wisely which projects and goals you share and with whom, because you don't want to take the fun out of a passion project, you know? So again, I'm leaking my, your first year in Naptime Empires, but I have no idea what they're going to be. I'm not going to put a timeline on them. In my mind, there's something that will somehow take shape in 2016, but we'll see, like they're precious to me. So I'm not willing to be like, 
here's everything I'm going to do and here's the deadline. Sometimes you got to do that though because it can certainly help you move farther faster and has definitely done that for me and my business. But it's also led to me pushing myself to the stage of burnout more often than I would ever care to from here on out. And that's where the R relevant comes in, Fire Nation. You set up a smart goal. It has to be relevant to you. What's relevant to Nikki is not having like these hard timelines on these things. And, and that makes that goal relevant. And as you go forward, if the goal becomes less relevant to you or non-relevant, then you need to make an adjustment, a pivot, a switch. And yeah. Nikki, you might have kind of slid that in there, but I picked it up. I want to highlight it for Fire Nation. She very classily used the word whom as opposed to who. So Fire Nation, you know Nikki knows what she's talking about when it comes to copy. (laughs) Nikki, let's talk about a book that you've read, not the Freedom Journal, because you know I I know that you would love to pump that, but we're not going to do that now. (laughs) When it comes to setting and accomplishing goals, is there a book you've read that you think would be powerful? Well, I have two. One's a cheat. Well, they're both they're both kind of different. So one is a book, but it's not necessarily about setting goals. But I know that you are also involved with Pencils of Promise. And I was fortunate enough to get an advanced copy of Adam Braun's book, The Promise of a Pencil. And I just love it because it is super inspiring and actionable. And it's about how he turned a pencil and an idea into a for-purpose empire that is changing lives all over the world for in all different ways. And so I, I totally recommend The Promise of a Pencil for anybody who hasn't read it. It's, again, indirect. It's not like about necessarily setting the goal and going for it, but it'll totally inspire you to do that. And then the, the second cheat that I have to plug is Todd, again, with his 90-day year program because I love how he has a different spin on goal setting And making sure that it is like a context that you're working within and not just like this is a one size fits all model basically of getting through and getting to your goals. And I love how he talks about turning potential into actual performance because that's my biggest thing. Like my biggest fear probably isn't failure, but it's just not reaching my full potential because I just feel like there's a lot that's possible. And so I want to know that I can actually do it. And I really appreciate his approach to how helping people actually accomplish and achieve those goals that they're setting. Adam Braun is amazing. He actually preceded you by four days, Nikki, on oh. the Freedom Journal right here. So uh, he was just four episodes prior to your episode going live. So I know a lot of Fire Nation's already heard his episode because we have partnered with Pencils of Promise. And every time we hit a different, a new funding goal during our Kickstarter campaign, I am personally donating 25000 on behalf of you, Fire Nation, and your just awesomeness um, to build a a school in a developing country, which is so cool because Adam is just the man on every level. Love it. And Nikki, I want to end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Parting piece of guidance, I can't really ever stray from it, is just to remember whatever you're doing, You know, it's great to set goals. It's great to have a vision. It's great to have high expectations for yourself for sure. But you have to remember everyone who's probably been coming through your earbuds right now with John would agree with this, that it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be shared. And if I were a pull string doll, that would be one of my things that I say all the time (laughs) because I have to say it to myself too. And again, when you just wait to the last minute to do everything, then it really isn't going to be perfect anyway. But that's the point. You just got to start and get in there, you know, pull up your sleeves and get your hands dirty and just get moving because that's the momentum. That's what's going to get you going is when you actually just start. Just take little baby steps and little by little, you're going to look back and be like, oh, look at that. Look at me. Look what I did. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) 
And then everywhere you can find me is NikkiElledgeBrown.com, of course, aboutcopy.com, just about everything slash Nikki Elledge Brown. And if you happen to misspell it, then Google will kindly correct you. So <laughs> come find me. That's yeah. the beauty of three names. It really just makes Google uh, just find you a lot easier because yes. very few people are, are putting their three names out there. And I want to say, Fire Nation, that you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with NEB and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Nikki in the search bar. Her last episode on EO Fire plus this current one will pop right up. And you can get all the links to what we've been chatting about today. And of course, go directly to NikkiElledgeBrown.com or acourseaboutcopy.com to check out her awesomeness there. And Nikki, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Give the gift of freedom to your friend or loved one with The Freedom Journal, and they will accomplish their number one goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite.